Hello, and welcome to the ESC Family Connections. I'm your host, Debbie Anderson, Director of ESC. Today we have Celeste Rivenbark joining us to talk about the social thinking classrooms. Celeste is one of our very talented program facilitators for the ESC department. Welcome, Celeste. Hello, everyone. Celeste, can you tell us a little bit about the social thinking classrooms we have in the Santa Rosa County Schools? Yes, currently we have 32 social thinking units at the elementary, middle, and high school level. 30 of those social thinking units are gen ed standard classrooms. Two are social thinking access classrooms. The ratios we maintain at the elementary level is nine students with a teacher and two peer professionals. At the middle school and high school level, we do 11 students with a teacher and two peer professionals. The common exceptionalities we serve in our social thinking classrooms are students on the autism spectrum as well as other health impaired. Celeste, can you tell us what exactly social thinking is? Sure. Yes, Michelle Garcia Winner is the guru of social thinking. She is a speech language pathologist who created the concept. Social thinking is the process by which we interpret the thoughts, beliefs, intentions, emotions, knowledge, and actions of another person within the context of situations to understand that person's actual experience. So if we're sharing and engaging in space with another person, we use this information to determine how we respond to the person's thoughts and feelings to achieve our social goals. Social thinking is our meaning maker. It allows us to interpret the deeper meaning behind what others do in the world and prompts us with how to then respond. A person's social thinking ability has considerable effect on his or her relationships and success in school and in the long term at work. It affects the person's social skills, perspective taking, self-awareness, self-regulation, critical thinking, social problem solving, play skills, reading comprehension, and written expression. All of these are things that in the social thinking classrooms we do focus on and work with our students on. So if anyone would like more information on what exactly the social thinking methodology is, the curriculum that's available, the research that goes along with it, and then free webinars, you can go to www.socialthinking.com. What was the reason that we started social thinking classrooms in our district? So in Santa Rosa County, we definitely have seen an increase of uh, serving students with autism spectrum disorder. And as you know, they present unique educational and programming challenges due to their complex neurodevelopmental, social, and behavior difficulties. The notion of spectrum is truly conveyed by this diverse group of learners and therefore brought about the development of our social thinking classrooms within our district. Our social thinking classrooms focus on providing a continuum of support and services for each of the individualized needs of our students across an array of functioning and grade levels. The social thinking classroom was designed for students who do have those significant social skill deficits which have thus far impacted their performance in a general education classroom. 
Uh, Celeste, we had a parent ask a question during one of our surveys, and the question was built around the social thinking classroom. Her question was, what all is considered when looking at placement in a social thinking classroom? Okay, and just as every student is unique, so is each student's least restrictive environment for learning. The least restrictive environment principle establishes that children with disabilities are to be educated in the least restrictive environment to the maximum extent possible with their non-disabled peers. LRE is not decided by a disability category, but by the strengths and needs of each child. As a best practice, the IEP team should begin by considering the general education classroom to be the least restrictive in learning environment, and then use the data and observations to identify any supplementary aids and services the student needs to remain there. It's only when data shows that this setting is not meeting the student's educational needs that then the IEP team should begin considering a continuum of more restrictive environments. What type of curriculum is used within the social thinking classrooms? Okay, as stated before, we do have 32 classrooms total for social thinking. 30 of those are our social thinking gen ed standards classrooms. Within those classrooms, we use the general education adopted textbooks, along with supplemental supports and curriculums such as iReady Reading and Math, Social Express, and our social thinking curriculum and products available on www.socialthinking.com. Then we have our two social thinking access classrooms. Those classrooms use gen ed curriculum with modifications along with access curriculum aligned to the access standards. They also utilize the supplemental curriculum and products such as iReady Reading and Math, Social Express, and Social Thinking curriculum and products. Thank you, Celeste, for joining us and giving us information on the Social Thinking program. In closing, thank you listeners for taking your time to tune in. If you have any further questions concerning our social thinking program, please reach out to Celeste. Also, please stay tuned for our podcast series for additional information on specialized classrooms.